Well, I love her, but I love the fish. Welcome to the official podcast of Trout Porn Nation, your source for the best in fly fishing media from around the globe. Support for this podcast comes from 5280 Angler. 5280 Angler is your premier guide service for walk and wade trips in the Denver Front Range. They are passionate about service and wild about fish. For more info, go to 5280angler.com. All right, here we are, recording live from the bedroom, podcast 41. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of uh, a little bit of Q&A later on, a little bit of uh, contest stuff, the normal trial porn stuff, but today you get to listen to a podcast, uh, some stuff we've never covered, and some stuff that I feel is somewhat important and probably some people want to hear. So I have calling in from beautiful scenic Alpine, Wyoming, the uh, blonder half of the Grubbs family, Clary. How you doing, Clary? Good. How's it going? Good, good, good. How's the uh, how's the weather up there? It was snowing this morning, and uh, but it's already melted off and we got dirt again. Oh, there you go. Yeah, got some runoff everywhere, but some off-colored uh, rivers that are still a little bit fishable. Oh, that ain't bad. Yeah, for sure. So, so how far away would you say you guys are from full-blown runoff right now? Oh, gosh, that's really hard to guesstimate. Um, well, it's looking at, like, maybe... I don't know, probably, it's still, <clears throat> excuse me, up 7,000 feet, um, it's still pretty above sea, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and elevation is pretty snowy, so we basically have only melted off in the valleys, and we still have all the mountains to melt off, so we'll just kind of have to see where that comes. I know that our reservoir is getting close to max, and they've been dumping out a lot more out of, um, both dams on the snake by us than they have normally in previous years. So it's been a record partic- uh, precipitation year participation. <laughs> precipitation year. Nice. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes, that just makes for a good summer, so. Yeah. So hopefully runoff will last forever and we'll get some good fishing. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, you've got a lot. You got a lot of good water up there to fish, so that's a that's a plus. Yeah, we're pretty blessed. Um, so I don't know. Let's call the. I mean, everybody knows the snake. Okay. Okay. We'll call the one where you live on that road. We'll call that uh, River A. <laughs> and then we'll call the other one. Where River A flows into, and the the other one, we'll call that River B. Are you talking about River B that also flows into the reservoir? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because I I don't okay. want 
I hate name dropping. And I mean, it's if you've been there, you know. If you haven't been there, you don't know. But these are no, really, no, really I'm, good Melanie, rivers. You're stepping in. You want to do the work? Come here and figure it out. We don't need podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> so you got River, um, River A. Rough access is kind of iffy for a while until you get up in there. Oh, no. We were just, uh, there's a sneaky spot um, right by the uh, confluence um, of Snake River into the reservoir. And um, you can actually, you can actually, that's where we were fishing yesterday. And my husband put on a clinic and. I was no longer happy for him after eight fish. But, yeah, there's some uh, pretty fishable spots right there. Uh -huh. You have to go all the way up that dirt road and have great access. Yes. So, yep. So do you, guys, do you guys ever go up all the way where you can fish, like, the confluence of the little A and the big A? Oh, totally. There's some great fishing up there. Yeah, I love... I like the little A. Little A is uh, little A's fun, but there's, there's, there's grizzly in there. So you don't want to go unprepared. <laughs> I've never seen one up here. So, um, and I'm so loud, you know, I highly doubt any bear is going to come near me. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't think, yeah. I didn't know you were loud. <laughs> I say that as I've got the volume turned down on the mixer. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you guys are, I mean, you guys are seriously in one of the, one of the best spots, I think. For anybody that wants a taste of uh, Wyoming trout, I think so for sure. And we've got a bunch of species. And, you know, our house is located literally within. Um, we have one, two, three, four. If you count little A, um, I mean, within a twenty-minute drive. You know, we have. I mean, one river that we can walk to and two rivers that we can walk to and fish. And, um, so we're just really blessed and that's not even counting everything up in Jackson and on the way to Jackson. Um, to yeah, fish. yeah, exactly. Cause I mean, you, you go up towards Jackson, you can dump off it. Uh, I mean, you can fish certain spots on the snake. Yep. Um, you can fish the hoback. Yep. Hoback is ridiculous under the radar good. Yeah, it's bomb. Way to name drop. Yeah, that that one I'll name drop because that's not right next to you guys. That's a good ways up the canyon. It is, it is, it is. It's the, uh, the notorious hopper dropper. Yeah, exactly. So if, you, yep. if you're ever up in Hoback, hopper dropper, if you feel like getting adventurous and you need to do some laundry, go up to Bondurant. There used to be a bar that had a laundromat. Yeah, that's the uh, Elkhorn. Yep. Go get tanked and wash your unmentionables. <laughs> Nothing Still better. There. Yeah. Uh, then you get up in Jackson, and I mean Jackson really opens up everything. You know. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing out there. I will say though that um, you know they have the Tetons and whatnot, um, which is amazing, and and it's where my heart is, and and I lived there for twenty years before coming down here, but. Our fish are bigger. Um, you know, there's a lot of cookie cutter, no chance for um, a really decent fish up that. Well, I mean, I guess it's uh, all perception. But 
we definitely have some more um, options as far as getting into some bigger fish and not just, you know, cookie cutter 12 to 18. Right. Eat cutties. But it is a blue ribbon fishery, so. Yeah, and there's there's good diversity up there is what I like. Because you can go, yeah. you know, let's, if you start just right there in Jackson, you can go fish Flat Creek. Which Flat Creek is is used to be really good with a lot of big fish. Yeah, but, there is, and it's it's, um, it's super it's spooky. Red. You know those those fish are smart. It's it's just like it says, flat. It's in the middle of the yeah, plain, right through the refuge. More like Stalker Creek. Yes, <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can head up. You can go. What is it? East of town, go up to the Gravant, what's called, and all and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that is gorgeous. If you've never been up to the Gravant, I highly suggest you go up in there. Yeah, it's it's God's country up there. Yeah, yeah. You get up in there, man. It's uh, it's it's nice. Go go up and ask directions to the Gross Venture if you go up there, people. <laughs> ask out. Ask how much it is to ride the. Gross Venture slide. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then just report back to me and tell me how that goes. <laughs> you should also ask uh, what all that white stuff up in there is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's foam so the climbers don't get hurt. It's awesome. <laughs> so now now we know we know where Clary's at. Clary, how long have you let's just get right into the meeting. Meat and taters. How long have you been fly fishing now? Um, you know, I was sitting there thinking about that. Um, I, let's see, my husband and I have been married almost six years. So I kind of started dabbling in it. Um, years ago, I tried it and tried it and I didn't have the patience. I grew up thin fishing and loved that. And then when my husband and I um, met and fell in love, I realized that I wasn't going to be able to uh, ever see him ever again if I didn't learn how to fly fish. And I couldn't afford to lose any more uh, little jakes in the river. So um, <laughs> I, st- <laughs> I started um, I started really, uh, really getting dedicated into learning more about it, and so much so that it was in our marriage vows and i'd say i really have been getting after it and learning more and trying different techniques and and exploring more and educating myself more really in the past three years so that's not uh, a very specific answer but it's kind of come and gone and come and gone but i've i've really fallen in love with it in the past i'd say three years okay that's fair yeah that's a that's a good uh that's a good chunk of change, you know, especially, you know, especially for, like you said, somebody that's grown up kind of spin fishing and doing other stuff for their, for most of their lives. So, yeah, for sure. It was definitely a hard crossover, but, um, I don't even own a spin rod anymore, um, which is really cool. And I never thought that that would be the day a Southern girl, not bass fishing and owning a spin rod. So um, I'm, I'm obsessed. That's ah, good. It's a good, uh, <laughs> it's a good one to get obsessed into. 
yeah, for sure. It's brought me a lot of gifts. Hell yeah. Yeah, looking back at it, what's what's one of the things that you didn't know that you wish you knew getting into it right away? Man, that's a really tough question. Um, huh. <laughs> I probably would have to say um, a lot of the a lot of money has been put into it that I didn't put into spin fishing. You know, there's a lot more there's a lot more gear involved. You know, I just had one spin rod and a whole bunch of lures and a tackle box. And with fly fishing, I've got, you know, now I own multiple rods, multiple reels. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll, let me fix that. Um, waders, wade boots, um, you know, way many more plaid flannel shirts than I ever owned. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I think there's a lot more gear and a lot more expense involved in, in fly fishing as far as you know, what I've come across so far. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, it's one of those things where getting into it, you know, it's, uh, I think that's like the preconceived notion that like, holy shit is expensive as hell. But right. it's, I've also learned like quality and quantity too on a lot of stuff. Yes. I'm a gear snob by, by nature, so that kind of helps. But, the you know, the longer I'm around, I'm like, oh, man, these waders were crap. I really got to – it's really worth investing into something nicer, especially if you're going to be standing in a freezing cold river, you know? Yes. There's some things that I've noticed that, okay, now that I'm dedicated and this isn't just a, a fad um, – I don't think I would have changed the fact that I, I bought some, like, not as awesome in the beginning because I didn't know if I was going to fall in love with it. So that was probably the, the right decision. And now some of it's still kicking around and I can pass it on to somebody else. To do or, um, but, yeah, now I'm glad that I'm getting into getting some nicer gear and, and really dialing out, like, what what rod and what brand and work for me. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Once you, once you get in, once you get your beak wet, you kind of figure out what you really like, you know. And and for sure, and, and there's like a lot of that still going on. Yeah, me. and there's there's a lot of companies, you know, that are are in the industry, and they, you know, everybody sells, everybody sells nippers, everybody sells hemos, everybody sells everything, you know. So it's. It's kind of one of those trial and error things where you just, you know, you try this one, you try this one, and then you find the one you like, and you stick with it. Totally. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not that it's, I'm going to say that it's not really that it's expensive to get into, but maybe it's more the amount of gear that you need to really get into rivers and be successful that makes it expensive. Maybe we'll have to disagree on that one. I don't. I mean, I guess it depends on your location too. You know, like if I only had, you know, small streams anywhere close to where I live, then you know, I need maybe one three four weight rod. You know, right. But I have so many different types of water close to where I live, and then you know, being in Wyoming, we're so close to you know going up and 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 
given our hand at steelhead fishing and and all the all the different areas it just more rods more reels more rods more reels yes <laughs> yes and that is the rods and reels are I mean, that's the nuts and bolts everything fishing wise yes and pat's rubber legs and pat's rubber legs <laughs> So what uh, what rod and reel are you fishing now? Um, well, right go, now go to setup. One rod that is my my very own, and I don't steal from my husband, and that is my stick and well, actually, I I just lied. The one rod that I'm fishing right now is my um, custom stick and string rod uh, by Trap Horns. Uh, Nathan Moore that yep. he did for me and um and that's six weight and that's um my only rod that I can fish around here right now I have an Orvis um oh what is that thing it's it's caused me a lot of cussing um help me out here bud what is that rod which one um <laughs> Clearwater Recon Orvis Recon okay Orvis Recon, and right. it's a five weight. Okay. And um, yeah, that rod breaks a lot. Oh, yeah. Good thing just, that Orvis has just, a twenty-five year a guarantee. Um, yeah. Don't even get me started on. I if my mom told me if I didn't have anything nice to say, I shouldn't say it at all. Well, yeah, I agree. Yep. Huge company like that should have a higher turnaround uh, warranty, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I once waited two months for a sage to get fixed. So. Oh, dude, I have three and a half months. <laughs> but you know, one of it's—I don't know—one of them things. Might, yeah, but you know. I sure do like the action on that rod, and uh, and it was my very first rod that my husband bought for me, so it's it's uh, sentimental. So. I'll keep getting pissed off at it. It's a love-hate relationship, me and that rod. But my uh, my six-weight that Nathan uh, made for me, it's way different action, and it, it took me a while to learn um, just because of the blank I chose. Um, right. But now, now that I'm getting getting more practice in with it, um, it's, it's definitely it, – it teaches me a lot. I mean, I can't believe the difference just being a beginner. Um the difference between casting one rod and then casting a different rod i mean it's only one to five weight and one to six weight but the action is completely different on both of those rods and it's really taught me that i really need to work on my cast a lot more <laughs> yeah i think yeah i think uh i think we all do what uh what blank did you use to be, to get that one built on i want to say it's MXS or something like that. It's not a company that necessarily sells rods, but I think they sell blanks. Oh, okay. I have to talk to Mr. Moore at Stick and String Custom Rods on that one. Yeah. You like that little shout out right there? Yeah. <laughs> Good uh, product placement right there. <laughs> and if you're a sponsor and you're listening, this type of product placement can happen. Just let me know. Right? Yeah. Just like my um, H&H Outfitters Amazingly Comfortable Trap Horn hoodie that I'm representing right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which uh, 
We should probably get some hoodies back in the mix now that H and H isn't carrying our stuff anymore. But oh, I didn't know that. That's a bummer. Yeah, but you know, not a big deal. They're lost. We're working, <sighs> working, grinding. We're finding new, uh, working on new suppliers, working on some new stuff. Right. Uh, okay, so you got an Orvis, like you said, Orvis Recon. Got some issues with it. Five weight, six weight. Um, yeah. stick and string, and then I've got the um, Mac Daddy eight weight, um, dirty, dirty steelhead nymphor <laughs> rod. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. You're well rounded. You just need like a little. You just need like a little three weight for the um, River A and Little River A. Yeah, for sure. We're going back to South Carolina to fish. I, I'd love a smaller weight rod. There you go. Pack that thing up and go get some crappie or... <laughs> um, yep. What else back there? Bream? Um, Brim? Is that back there? You say Bream? Uh, I thought it was Bream. I th- I've never seen... Is it B-R-I-M? Yeah. I mean, we say Brim, but we say crappie, and my husband's from Washington, and he says crappy. So, oh, yeah. I, I think it might be a regional thing. Yeah, and there's like little. Um, I mean, I mostly bass fished growing up, so I mean, there's catfish, there's smallmouth, largemouth, uh, yeah. bass. There's, I mean, there's a there's a crap ton of warmer water fish back there. Yes. You have. Uh... You have gar back there? You know, we might. I haven't lived there since I was 19. Um, So, and like I said, I was mostly spin fishing for bass. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, So, now that you've, now that you've been in the game, fishing, Fly fishing continually for a few years now. Um, like you said, the the cost of things and the and the money put into it would be your, you know, what you would want to know up front if you're getting into the sport. Sure. Uh, now that you're in and you're hooked and there's no way out. No way out. Don't run away. What uh, what bit of advice can you give to somebody just getting in? instant gratification people and um i think really just kind of taking a step back and um really appreciate your surroundings and kind of let go of the fact that i mean if you are just instantly do it and you're a natural and whatever then screw you but um i would say the average person might expect to be kicking some ass right away, and uh, I'd say that you know, beyond that one lucky time or two off the bat, um, just really savoring the moment and take advice from lots of people, and don't be offended, um, and be willing to learn different techniques and even same techniques but worded differently from different people. Is a big thing because everybody learns differently. I mean, I can have one 
person, three different people tell me the exact same thing, but worded differently. And the third person worded it and explained it right. And I finally got it. I think just going into it with no expectations and having, um, having the willingness to, to learn from others and, and don't be afraid to mess up and, um, and, and be patient and just really appreciating every moment, not just the landed fish part, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, fly fishing is one of them sports where you, you're going to make mistakes throughout the day. You're going to miss fish. You're going to lose flies. You know, it's, it's mistakes are part of the sport. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think one of the hardest things for me, Steve, is like when I, you know, still, um, and like I said, it's been over, it's, I mean, it's been quite a few years, but like the true, true dedication has just been three years and, and I still, I'll lose a fish and I'm like, what did I do wrong? What did I I, there was no slack. I had my rod tip up. I, I, I was a head away from the logs. Blah, 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 blah. Yep. What did I do wrong? And, you know, Cody will be like, sometimes you just lose fish, babe. I'm like, son of a. Yeah. God. You know, so sometimes, unless he's lying and trying to make me feel better, <laughs> um, sometimes there isn't, there isn't a reason. It's just... It just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's that might be one of the hardest lessons to learn is is sometimes even when you do everything right, you're still not gonna land that fish. Yeah. You know, it's that's just... definitely probably one of the harder things for me <laughs> is I get I wanna know why. What did I do so I don't do it again <laughs> because right. that would have been awesome. Yeah. And Sometimes there just isn't an answer. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Sometimes there isn't an answer. Sometimes, you know, a couple head shakes and your, you know, your hook set wasn't good or your hook wasn't sharp enough and you hit it in the right spot or, you know, million million different things. You can, right. You can sit there and try and rattle off a list and fix it for the next time, but sometimes it just doesn't uh, doesn't work out well. But that's also kind of part of the beauty of it is just that wild, unpredictable, we don't know the answer. <laughs> and that kind of is, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, at least for me, because I'm like, holy crap, like, that was, that was amazingly awesome, and right. that totally sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it works, it's awesome. When it doesn't, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, I think that's the name of the game. Sometimes it's sometimes it's on, sometimes it's not. Yeah, it ain't called catching. That's it. Yeah. Letting go of ego on the river um, is a big thing, too. At least for me. And I, I wouldn't say that I'm a super... Um, big ego kind of person but I'm definitely um stubborn and hard-headed and you know I've been I've been known to get pissed off when I'm doing everything that I've been taught to do and then somebody's like maybe you should do this and I'm like (laughs) you 
Yeah. Did I just blow blow up your recording thing? No, you're great. (laughs) Yeah, so I think that those are some big pointers, and and it probably just depends on the person, too, you know? But that's been my experience and, and continues to be learning lessons every day. Yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know, like you said, one one of the biggest things you can do is go out and, one, fish with people that are quote-unquote better or more experienced than you. Yeah, hashtag pro staff. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, you just, you just, you end up getting better because of that. It's like anything in the life. But I think it, if you have to be willing, though, that's the key. Like, yeah. Like, if you're cutting them out like oh you're stupid then that's not helping anybody yes and a lot of people truly just want to just want to help they want to share their same passion and love and see other people you know be successful right right yeah yeah it's 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 good when you can go out and have a you know have a good time with somebody like that for sure um so why don't you tell us a little bit about your other side passion that has to do with fly fishing? Uh, my jewelry? Yeah. I'm like, what do you know? Oh, I make uh, fly fishing inspired jewelry. And um, I had a girlfriend that I met on Trout Porn um, a few years ago. We were going on a, a trip and she was, she and I were going to be the only girls, and I want to do something special for both of us, so, and I, I, I've always made jewelry, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to make these things, but, um, no, I, at the time, I had gotten some, um, I made these little silver fish, and, like, silver wire, and shaped it into a fish, and then attached a little teeny, um, it was like a little, I don't know, uh, size 20 lightning bug or something and then um, attached a Swarovski crystal on top of that and just made some earrings out of it to commemorate our our fishing trip and ever since then and they kind of took off and it's been really cool and it's been fun to see friends and strangers <laughs> rocking some fly fishing inspired jewelry by sassy earrings for sure nice and I've made some custom wrap bracelets um, that were kind of fishing themed with inner meanings um, for different people. Yep. And um, and that's been that's been really fun too. And and I was just given the opportunity to donate some earrings for the um, the stories that um, you guys did on yes. um, on the main page and on the Instagram for yep. the trout porn for the uh, Women's Day. Yes. And that was super special because I designed and created um, five necklaces for the five winners of that contest um, that I had never done before. And now that they've all got them, I'm going to start carrying them in my online store. Oh, so that nice. was really special to design something knowing that it was going to, um, you know, these five women with these epic stories that how fly fishing has touched their lives and, um, that was really cool that I got to be a part of that. I'm super grateful. Yeah, it was yeah. a it was a really good contest. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. You know, because cause everybody, I don't I don't know if it's everybody, but a lot of people think that uh, 
women and fly fishing is is like the the like women and waiters calendar. That's what they're thinking. <laughs> I've never seen that calendar. I'm and I wouldn't be opposed to seeing it, but I'm not the right girl that um, should be like standing up for women's rights because I think women are beautiful and amazing, and we're each our own our own creatures. Um, but yeah, it's just like. The dudes that fly fish, um, you know, there's a little bit of, there's a wide variety of different type people that fly fish. And that's got to be one of the biggest gifts for me that I've gotten out of fly fishing is I have been introduced to a lot of people that I probably didn't even like take or, you know, party or bought them a beer even. But because we have that the fly fishing, it's gotten me to know a lot of different people on a broader spectrum spectrum that I ever would have been friends with. Um, and so I think that, you know, there's, there's a wide variety of women that fish, and they're not all, you know, there is no black and white definition of a woman who fly fishes. And, um nor is there one for a dude either you know yeah yeah no i agree i just i just i think it's funny that uh you get a lot of people you know you get a lot of people that uh kind of see it on the extremes of the of the whole view okay i see what you're saying yeah there's a lot of badass chicks that actually fly fish and they're not um, they're not just posing for a calendar holding their fiance's fish. Right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I've had the uh, honor of fishing with a lot of those badass women and have, they've taught me a lot. Yeah. And and that's the way it should be. Yeah, it's super it's it's super amazing and you know, uh, women explain things to women better than most men can because whether or not we're equals and we can both do push-ups or whatever, women think differently than men. And uh, anybody that would like to argue with that with me can feel free to leave me a message. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really really awesome to be able to learn from a woman because they just explain things that my brain is like, oh... Oh, okay. Now, now I get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I uh I can see how that would be a good advantage to learn from a woman because I know when I try to help out the wife, I'm like, eh, I'm probably not. Oh, well, that's get- a whole different ball game. Yeah. You, you cannot know. somebody that you were sleeping with. Period. Yes. Not okay. Correct. You know, because I'm like, all right, you got to throw it right there, hit the foam line, all right, and they get like a couple men's in there, and she's like, what? I'm like, oh, oh my god. You know, I'm like, just just throw a little stack, you know, throw a little stack on top of that, and let's see what happens. Let it ride, and she's like, I have no idea what you're saying. And I'm like, yeah, just even right. the phrases that, uh, that dude, yeah, it's it's different for sure. I've gotten arguments like. What are you talking about? I, what? Not just with my husband on the river. I, you know, like going on guided trips, and I'm like, you gotta, 
you got it you got to explain it differently because I have no idea what you're trying to tell me and right. it's getting heated up in here and we're on a boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you don't really want to have a wrestling match on a boat. So no, I've definitely thought about like jumping off and like, just, you know, swimming to the next available takeout. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it could be a little rough at times. Uh, yeah, for sure. But, you know, fly fishing teaches you about being a human, too, so. Yes. No, but back to the women. There's there's some pretty awesome women in the sport, and and it's, um, it's pretty cool to be more and more involved with that aspect of the sport and seeing um, different women really getting out there and doing their thing and kind of uh, disproving that old you know, I don't know what you call it, like theory that only women pose for calendars and with somebody else's fish kind of deal, you know? Right. It's, um, it's been really cool to see, see and meet a lot of the women in this sport. And they're really getting after there and they have a lot to offer. And, um, it's just really neat. It's cool to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like you're, um, like you alluded to a couple times, there's there is a calendar that you've been in what two years in a row now. Yes. And uh, you I'm know, a, in that very it, very proud to be in that calendar. I am not gonna lie, and it's probably one of my most uh, personal greatest achievements and. Definitely in fly fishing, but um, just in general, to be included with those women in that calendar, who a lot of them I've fished with, and I think that's what makes it so amazing <laughs> that I could be included with these women, because they are seriously kick-ass and amazing anglers, and it's a huge honor to be in those pages, I totally cried when I found out this year. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I I am uh, all about riding for the brand. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a good calendar, you know. Like I said, it's it's not women in waders, you know. It's not bikinis and in hip waders. It's it's women that are out and they're fishing and they're catching fish and they and you know and just they're typical run-of-the-mill fishing get-up you know there's nothing nothing fancy if there's a good photo that comes out of the day they submit it and you know if it gets picked it gets picked yeah it's super neat too that um was it was this year the first year that it was really really opened up for anybody to um uh submit a photo or no it's it, we uh we typically put out the call in like june or july everybody to submit photos oh okay because i i feel like i heard rumored that there was a whole bunch of entries this year as opposed to in the previous years so that was really cool to hear yeah no i'm sure there was and there was a lot of good ones picked so and there's there's actually been uh i've seen five submissions for this coming years yeah, and those, dude, those are really good. I'm going to cry. I need to move somewhere with bigger fish. 
I don't know if it's a bigger fish, but pretty fish do help. Yeah. Also, a, a husband that takes good photos or a girlfriend yes. that takes good photos, any sort of fishing partner would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Get those get those photos in, people. Uh, you know, well, get them ready. Like I said, it's not time yet. Just get them ready. It'll be June or July. Make sure it's a high res photo. You got good photo photo cred on it. Yeah, yeah. Carry that nice camera in the in the boat or in the in your fly bag or whatever. Yep. Yep. No carry, regrets. Carry a GoPro and or iPhone or a real actual camera. Yeah, or all three, like I do. Or all three. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, hey. Give me the first, think of one word right off the top of your head. Right now? Yes. Pliers. All right. That is it. Code word pliers. Okay, moving on. Um, For those of you that don't know, that's for the podcast contest. Code word pliers. So what you want to do is go submit a review somewhere, put pliers in your review, and be entered for the podcast contest. Okay? Thank you. Um... So, Wyoming, beautiful state of Wyoming. Are you uh, you guys ever going to put some time time to the side and go try and do the cut slam? Yeah, we're building a house this year, so we're a little limited. But that's definitely something that's on my list. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, a hundred percent know what the rules and regs are for those contests i mean i know that i've caught all of those fish before but it's not been documented right so um yeah sure nice yeah see i've i've got three i've got three of them so i need i need to figure out which one i have because i actually have pictures of all three of them oh so if you have the pictures from Previously, you can just submit those. I don't. Well, I need to look at that before I say anything. Right. It'll yeah. be my. It'll be my unofficial okay. cut slam. <laughs> I'll do a little research when I get off the phone. And, yeah. And we'll, I'll, yeah. I'll uh, message you back with that. Because I know I've got my. Uh, I've got the. What is it? The Colorado. And I know I've caught a ton of Snake River cuts. Well, and see, there's one thing I don't. Um, this just seems to be a varying opinion. The the Snake River fine spotted and then the Yellowstone. Yes, that's the other one is Yellowstone has bigger spots. But what about so what's the Bonnev Bonneville, Bonneville? The Bonneville? So that's the Utah one, right? Uh yeah, I think they're bigger in Utah, yeah. Because is it just for each state? Well, Utah, I think I don't know if Utah has one, but there's four defined cutthroats for Wyoming that you have to catch out of certain drainages for it to be considered, I believe. Oh, okay. All I know, right. uh, I know Charlie Perry did it a couple years ago and he spent, uh, he spent a few weeks, but he, I mean, he got it done in, you know, like I said, three or four weeks. So yeah, he's a bamf. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And don't, uh, I, I saw a picture today on the internet. This guy caught a cutthroat. Called it a snake river cut. And the spots... You tell me where I'm wrong here. The spots were... Maybe like the size of peppercorns. 
You know? Like, like whole peppercorns? Like whole peppercorns. Okay. And what I, what I was always taught is the Snake River cut is you get a fish out and it's got gold. If you were to sprinkle pepper on the side, that's what it looks like. Yeah, there's a different, that's why I was asking, like a whole peppercorn or a pepper flake? Right, peppercorns. Because that is, okay, because that's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's... I've never heard that, I've never heard that comparison, but again, I'm still uh, learning a whole bu- a bunch of stuff. Um, I always, they have like a more yellow appearance and their spots, to me, yellowy gold. Right. Um, and their spots are more like flecks than spots. Yeah. They're right. so small. Yeah, they're they're more like a pepper flake. Yeah, it's definitely not a defined spot like on some other cuts. Yeah, it's um one second, I gotta answer a text. Yeah, and those those things are gorgeous, man. I love Snake River cuts. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I was pretty mad at them yesterday because they seem to like Cody's streamer much better than mine, but whatever. Oh. What was uh what was the streamer of the day? Um, you know, I don't know what that damn thing is. Um I wanna say he his favorite is a woolly booger, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't a woolly booger. It was some rabbit or white Ooh. and brown thing with some flash on it. Duh, oh a, a zonker? Oh yeah, that might be it. That's yeah. it. Conehead? <laughs> Conehead, non-conehead? No conehead. No cone? Sinking line. Sinking line. Sinking line, no yeah. conehead, zonker. Ah. Do you know the zonker is one of the most productive flies at the Jackson uh, one fly? Are you serious? Uh-huh. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm still learning all sorts of stuff. I just had to go youtube what center pinning was because i was wondering on a page that i was looking at why there was an argument yeah so, yeah. yeah center pinning is YouTube. not fly fishing uh, well I, apparently it's a uh, bringing a whole topic but <laughs> point is that yeah i don't i have to youtube a lot of stuff i'm like what what do you yeah <laughs> youtube is a wealth of knowledge yes it's a podcast Uh-oh, I hear on. that trout porn podcast. Oh wait, what? There we are. Now I hear you. <laughs> trout porn podcast is pretty good. There's a lot yeah, of good it stuff. is. There's some there's amazing guests that come on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like the guests where their where their service is kind of spotty at times, and then you lose their words, and then you're just like, okay, yeah. Oh, really? I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was the guy that ran the podcast. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not him. Oh man, that sucks. I'm sorry, bud. Um, <laughs> what what else you got going? Uh, that it, it's you know. I just wanted to talk rap, rap about you know women you in the rap? women in the fly fishing zone and what you know, kind of what you felt. I think um, another thing to point out um, with women in fly fishing, in my experience, and and being like fairly new, is. Um, to not be afraid to go out of your comfort zone and um, and 
you know, leave the boys behind and, and go on a girl trip, even if you're not, like, one of those girls that has a crap ton of girlfriends, like, do it, you know? Go on a girl's fishing trip and um, and learn from some women. And, um, and also, when going into a fly shop, I think that was... Yeah, how's that? My, with my outgoing personality, um, it kind of changes things slightly. But I've definitely felt awkward in, in a couple of fly shops in my solo travels. Um, and I've since, um, you know, I've made phone calls and, um, and and written reviews and asked questions and been like, hey, like, are you, are you treating me different because I'm a woman? And you think... I mean, I'll never know, but I think just having the courage to be like, hey, I don't know what's what's fishing good. Can you give me some advice? You know, just not being afraid and not worrying about the outcome. Right. Right. There's, you know, what are you going to lose? It's a stranger anyway, you know? Yeah, exactly. Good point. Yeah, I think that's been really uh, helpful for me to figure out like yeah i might not be treated equally in all fly shops but when the rubber meets the road it really doesn't matter because i know that i'm gonna go out there and and i'm gonna land fish just like they do and exactly. at the end of the day it really doesn't matter what parts you have is, is the fun and the memories made so exactly although it would be really nice to write my name in the snow <laughs> You could do it, but I'm sure there's just a lot of more. Shuff- no, no, I've tried. There's too many letters. Seven sh- letters in cursive. Shuffling and hopping. <laughs> That's where you just got to say, screw it, and just go with initials. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I would really like to encourage any woman listening to get out there and, and give it a go. And, um, and definitely don't. Don't be upset if you're not learning from your boyfriend, your fiance, your husband. Um, it has been my experience um, thus far that that is not a good idea. Um, and um, yeah, don't be afraid to go ask for help at your fly shop. Take some, take some casting lessons. Ask any of your friends that fly fish, male or female, just um, for the benefit of actually learning and the benefit of your relationship i'd say um learn from somebody that you're not in a romantic partnership with for sure and that's not just my experience <laughs> you know what i just thought of that's- we we could uh we could kind of parlay this into a game show reality show oh yeah we could do like a wife swap uh, fly fishing edition. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> that way. You know what I mean? Like they've got to stay at the river, and they're floating every day. You know, man, I would love. I've I've actually offered that to a couple of different um, guys around here, and I've been trying to teach my wife how to row, and I'm like, yep, that's the problem. Do you want to trade off? Because my husband's trying to teach me how to row, and it is, I feel like I there was a learning curve, and now I am stuck, and I am not learning that skull stroke. And no matter what he says, it's not going to happen. I need, I need to trade out. I would be totally down with that. There you go. Okay, uh, trademark and intellectual property on that. So, don't anybody try and steal it. 
because I'm going to make it happen. I'll get Orvis on board. Oh, uh, yeah. Make sh- ask him to warranty my rod quicker while you're at it. Yeah, I might do that. <laughs> I might just do that. Might have small resentment right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, hell, Clary. Thanks for talking. Yeah, I have no problem talking. It's good. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's super cool, and yeah, I'll support the podcast and long live Trout Porn Nation. Yeah. Um, some more TP news. You can weigh in on any of this if you want. Uh, okay. Don't forget to visit TroutPornNation.com for um, all your merchandise, all your all your Trout Porn merch. Uh, trucker hats, diecast stickers, calendars featuring Clary and koozies. Koozies! Um, all the podcasts are there, if I haven't said that already. All the links to our social media accounts are there. So the links to Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, they're all there. So... Go and check out TroutPornNation.com. We have an event coming up in June. It was the 10th. Had to reschedule. I think it's going to be the 17th in Casper, which is the 50 Shades of Grey's Reef event. Um, We're going to try and record a podcast live. Might just end up doing a live stream event. Uh, we're going to have prizes, plenty of door prizes going on. There's going to be some films, uh, for those of you that like to watch films, there's going to be some films, not user films by any of us, but actual films by professional companies that we're going to show. And I actually think we have a guest speaker in the house also that night. So it will be a good time. Wow, that sounds awesome. Yes. So get there if you can. Uh, I did say the code word, so don't forget what that is. Like I said, go put a review wherever you listen. Include the word, include the code word in your review and be entered into the contest to win something. Probably be like a sticker and some koozies. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Clary, you got any other? You got any questions? You want me? You got anything you want me to answer? Um, well, I just since want I'm always to just asking questions. Going on, uh, I'd love to see some more reviews. So I will uh, throw in um, on your little contest uh, you got going for that. Uh-huh. Um, I'd be down to throw in a coupon code for every single person that writes a review. Um, for 25% off any, uh, jewelry by sassy items. Yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. We got to get some reviews up, man. It takes two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all it takes. Uh, so on that note, gentlemen, if you're looking for something for your wife, something for your girlfriend, you got a side piece you don't want your wife to know about and you want to keep her quiet? Get her some jewelry. <laughs> Get her some jewelry from Sassy. Um, what do you do? You do you're doing some necklaces now. You've got the earrings. 
you do some wrap bracelets, which you've done. I've seen two of them up close. I've seen my wife's, and I've seen another one that you did for uh, Courtney. Yeah, they're they uh they're really fun, especially the custom pieces. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and those can be you know you you get a hold of Clary and give her your colors, give her your size, you know, whatever you want and what you want it to represent, and uh, that's kind of what happens. That's yeah, what, that's I really like making built. those pieces. So, for sure, any uh, anybody that reviews, I have, I would be more than happy to give a twenty five percent off coupon code. But Ooh. you have to leave a review first. So. Yes, and you have to use the code word that I did say. You're actually, Clary yeah. said it. <laughs> Wait, I I just spoofed that all up for you, didn't I? Steve? Nah, you're golden. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on. How's your fishing? How's your family? Uh, doing good on this end. Doing good. That's awesome. Kids are back to school tomorrow, and uh, nobody's sick. Dunk on wood. So springtime's coming. We'll be fishing. Awesome. Everything well, is... I can't wait to actually um, get a chance to fish with you. And um, I just want to say that I really appreciate all your time and effort and dedication that you've put into this podcast. It's not gone unnoticed. I know well, there's a lot you. of on the on the download stuff that goes down with it, too. So huge shout out to Mr. Steve Segura for all that time and dedication. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank yeah, you, thank sure. you. So, uh, yeah, go rate. Re- oh, holy moly! Go review, rate, subscribe if you haven't already. Um, so go out and make some trial porn, people. Please visit us at troutpornnation.com or find us on Facebook. I'll make you famous. <laughs> Twitter or Instagram. The Trout Porn Podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Don't forget to visit our sponsor, 5280Angler, at 5280angler.com. May the force be with you. Hasta la vista, baby. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out.